Hake is live. And I see me on Periscope Mixer. And I'm just waiting for Twitch, Paris, oh, Facebook. Did I mention Periscope or Facebook? I've got to mix up. But they're all live. I am on YouTube and I am on D Live. What's up, guys? This is Friday. It's Friday, April 24th. 2020 and get ready for white history month it's coming up in a few months order early because teespring is slammed get your t-shirts from rebuildingtheman.com store that's my advertisement for the jesse lee peterson show stuff all right guys let's get started on the show one two three four oh it's the hate report the hate report la 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 So, what's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. I'm on Twitch, Mixer, Facebook, Periscope, YouTube, and DLive. Twitch and Facebook haven't seen me yet. That's why they haven't kicked me off. Otherwise, they'd kick me off just like they kicked off Jesse Lee Peterson for telling the truth. The song is a little quiet, suggests Alicia George. So maybe the song is still a little quiet on the quiet side. We're still working out the issues because we've had to totally redo things in order to keep on streaming daily the coronavirus has infected our machines apparently covid echo are we getting an echo echo's back now dang hold up guys hang tight the echo should go away hey hey so do we need bill in here or okay it should be fine now guys let me know if it hangs if it hangs on it should be fine so, so it should go away. Let, Let me know, know if it's gone away. away. Press, press 1 if it went away. away. Press, press 2 if it's still here. And if you're a troll, don't press anything. <laughs> Sounds good to me, says Pallid something. Man, your voice changed. 2! 2! 2! 2! I don't know if it's gone now, Joel. <laughs> Hang on, guys. Hang on. We got... Boomer tech. Ek, 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 ek. I'm going to have a flashback. <laughs> Audio is not in sync. It should be good now, guys. How about now? Brown cow. One, one, one. Thank you, Joel. Joel with the black tech. Fixing it. Nice. Thank you, Nick, too. It's good. Appreciate that. All right, guys. I have quite a show for you. Appreciate you guys letting me know. Thank God for the thank God for the live chat. Thank you guys, especially on Facebook and and um, D Live and Periscope for the heads ups. Thank you. And so let me get to some of my show. It is Friday, and you won't see from us again besides the fallen state until I'm back again on Sunday mornings. Did you know that I'm on Sunday mornings? Most of you know that. Probably all of you know that. Sunday mornings before church. And thank you to Philosopher with the diamond and giving subscriptions. Appreciate that. 
And then, of course, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson on Sunday. Je we are, I'm so happy. We're supposed to have a premiere. Face, uh, live YouTube premiere. Premiere means we're releasing the episode on YouTube with a live chat. Everybody watches it together. Not everybody, but whoever can join watches it together and chats in the live chat again. Are we having buffering? Chat H says buffering. I don't know. Let me know if we're having buffering. Press 2 if we're having buffering. Press 1 if your stream is clean. So, rolling fine for Nick. Thank you, guys. 1 is good, 2 is bad. Alright? Thank you. Take care of Business Bear with a 1. Uh, I have some more news for you guys. I was, I, you know, I read Hake News at, at the, um, in the Jesse Lee Peterson show. And I read CNN and Drudge and stuff. And on CNN, I get these morning email updates, right? And they're saying November's presidential election is, get this, just over six months away. Thank you, Art on the Mountain, on a Periscope. I appreciate that. Ele presidential election is six months away. Can you believe it? Wow. And Joe Biden says, according to CNN, that he's worried President Trump will use the pandemic to try to delay the election. And this reminds me so much of conservatives having their conspiracy theories about Obama. Obama might declare martial law and stay in office and become a dictator. Chill out, Joe Biden. Just scaremongering. And this is the liberal media. They promote this mess. The liberal media are every bit as complicit in these uh, conspiracy theories. And I know that you guys told us. You guys told us that um, some of you guys, you know, the so-called conspiracy theorists, told us that the term conspiracy theory was invented maybe by the CIA or something like that in order to discredit the conspiracy theorists because conspiracies are real and theories are sometimes real and in some cases these conspiracy theories are real but they're dismissed as conspiracy theories as lies or made up no proof and in some cases there isn't proof and it, you're jumping to conclusions and it's a temptation among all people to jump to conclude maybe not all people but, but a lot of people to jump to conclusions when you don't know, no, no, right? For example, um, I still may consider it an unproven conspiracy theory that Israel was involved in 9-11. Although a lot of you guys think Israel was involved in 9-11 because of the dancing Israelis, right? I looked it up. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Because there were some, like, Mossad agents or something, according to Fox News, that were seemingly celebrating when the Twin Towers got hit, according to eyewitness, right? Neighbors who were watching. Like, they saw this rooftop or something, a van with three or four guys or five guys, video recording before the planes hit. And so it doesn't mean that they were behind it or weren't behind it or knew something or who knows. But the temptation is to jump conclu to conclusions about suspicious behavior, right? And so the left are losers now, in part, right? And losers 
tend to have conspiracy theories. They think, oh, there's no way that the country could be so loving of the truth that they'll elect President Donald Trump. It must have been Russia. Similarly, the, um, the right-wingers think, oh, there's no way that the country could be that brainwashed and deluded to vote for Obama twice. It must have been voter um, fraud, rampant voter fraud. And in some cases, there has been proof of voter fraud. And the liberal media like to dismiss it as a conspiracy theory so that they don't even have to look into it. They don't really investigate, right? And the point of voter fraud is not to get caught. So, of course, they haven't been caught. You haven't really heard about people getting caught voter frauding too much. And so they brush it off as a conspiracy theorist theory. But it's funny because the right thought that Obama was going to be a dictator and stay president forever. And now the left thinks, including Joe Biden's complicit, is promoting a conspiracy theory about Trump. Like Trump is going to try to stay in office forever. Ridiculous. Calm down. And speaking of this spirit of independence fighting against the oppression, I, ha- I came across this article shared by Drudge. It was written in Washington Post by a liberal female, and I'm going to show you pictures of her and a little bit about her. But it's kind of an interesting, um, whatever, article. Far-left Washington Post article shared by Greenwich Time. Green, spelled Greenwich, right? It's Pronounced Greenwich, I think. G-R-E-E-N-W-I-S-H. No, C-H. Greenwich time. In Snohomish County, Washington State, Sheriff Adam Fortney, this is the article written, word for word, kind of. Sheriff Adam Fortney is refusing to enforce the governor's, and what's the governor of Washington? There's a guy named Hate Farmer who's, uh, co-host of Asmodor, and he has his own show. And he said that it's a disgusting person, and I believe him. Um, the governor's stay-at-home order. It's a Democrat, no doubt. I don't know if it's male or female. But Sheriff Adam Fortney claims that the order intrudes on our right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Which is... Is that... I was about to ask Joel. Is that the Declaration of Independence, or is it the Constitution? Life or liberty in the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> Lord. That's the answer from Joel. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> but he's not wrong. And then on April 22nd, the Sheriff Adam Fortney of Snohomish County, Washington, told constituents via a Facebook post that along with other elected sheriffs around our state, the Snohomish County Sheriff's Office will not be enforcing an order preventing religious freedoms or constitutional rights. Because there is... The Democrats will take any excuse to, you know, be, like I said, control freaks. Push, you know, throw their weight around. Get on a power trip. They have that false authority. Female-minded. Just meddle in your affairs like they know better, which they don't. And they push lies all the time. Washington Post claims, you know, this article writer, whom I will get to, without evidence, I say, that police chiefs and commissioners are appointed and try to operate in a nonpartisan manner. This is different. Notice, police chiefs and commissioners. That's different from the sheriffs, right? 
And she's making this distinction. It's a female writer, of course, right? And she claims, without evidence, I'm repeating this one more time. Police chiefs and commissioners. Police chiefs are like Charlie Beck from Los Angeles, and then now he's over or back in, I don't know, he's been, some of these police chiefs have been all over the place. New York City, Los Angeles, Chicago, and elsewhere. There's a police chief in, I think it's Philadelphia area. You know, dealing with the black crime, the rampant black violence. And yet these police chiefs are liberals, okay? Um, because they work in these big cities and they're appointed by liberals. And the claim is they try to operate in a nonpartisan manner. Manner. That's not true. And then so they say, uh, I mean, I say the police chiefs and commissioners are often far left, especially in the big cities. Meanwhile, sheriffs are not always far left. And that's what I say. Except for in the case, for example, famously, infamously, of Broward County, Florida. That was a poli- that was a sheriff, a county sheriff, Broward County Sheriff. That's where the march for our lives really march against our lives, as Jesse Lee Peterson calls it rightly. The pro-gun control, meaning anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment, so-called kids, high schoolers, after that, um, what was it, Valentine's Day 2018 or something like that? Valentine's Day 2018, this Nicholas Cruz, was that, was that his name? Shot up a bunch of people at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas place, uh, high school. And he had left the high school. I think he would have, I don't know if he graduated. I think he got kicked out. But he was, he had issues. But they don't want to deal with the issues of the people. They don't want to deal with rebuilding men. They want to deal with enforcing oppressive anti-freedom laws uh, against our rights to keep and carry guns, weapons, and capable weapons, right? I don't know why we surrendered machine guns. We shouldn't have machine guns, you know? (laughs) It's just a side note. I don't think that machine guns should be illegal, should they? I don't know. I'm just asking the question. I need an old school guy who knows. Um, Bible go-to guy, Asmador, um, Greg. You're not old, but you're old school. From Wilmington. Somebody call in and tell me what you think about machine guns being banned. Machine guns. By machine guns, I mean fully automatic. The ones that go... Should they be banned? Because... We should have capable weapons, right? Not just little pop guns, with, which is what they want. And seven rounds max, right? Ridiculous. And just a side note. Let me click into this article a little bit more because it says some... It says some ridiculous things. Unlike police chiefs or commissioners who are generally appointed... Sheriffs are law enforcement officials elected by the residents of their counties. This is, this is what this woman says. While research finds that police generally try to carry out their responsibilities in a nonpartisan manner, and that's a deceptive comment, sheriffs are influenced by the desire, desire to be reelected. Sheriffs run for office the same way members of Congress and the president do. They run on campaign platforms, blah, blah, blah. And oftentimes, these are constitutional sheriffs. 
so-called constitutional sheriffs. And so they won't enforce anti-Second Amendment laws. We've heard about this over time. So they claim, um, listen to this. They, um, they use their personal philosophies more. They brought up Sheriff Joe Arpaio. They, they claim, this woman claims, research finds that sheriffs choose whether and how they cooperate with federal immigration authorities, which is true. And that's evil, the people that don't cooperate with immigration authorities, right? On one end is the sheriffs in North Carolina who campaigned on the promise to cut ties between their officers and ICE, Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Lefties, leftists, far left. They have refused to honor immigration detainers which are official ICE requests to take custody of someone who has been arrested. These sheriffs no longer allow ICE into county jails. Evil, huh? So that is a lefty. On the other end of the so-called spectrum was Sheriff Joe Arpaio. No, he was a centrist of Maricopa. He still is. He's still alive. Can you believe it? That's cool. I respect Sheriff Joe Arpaio of Maricopa County, Arizona, well known for relentlessly, relentlessly policing immigration status. So-called at the expense of civil rights, not true, fake rights, and neglecting other aspects of his job, not true. He did a, she's a liar. This woman's a liar. And, um, so listen to this. Something that's happened for decades, there's a group called Constitutionalist Sheriffs. And she claims that it's based on their interpretation of the Constitution. And this woman is a leftist. Let me just skip the whole rest of this article. She does bring up the... Does she bring up the Broward County? It doesn't matter. I mentioned him. So, here's some pictures of this woman who's writing this stuff as though she's an authority. <laughs> and her name is Zoe Nemerever. Nemerever. Picture of her. Pretty white girl, right? Young. Doesn't know what she's talking about, I say but educated, a PhD student. And I looked up her Twitter, there she is, she's a, doing a do-gooder stuff. Bike and build. And she's, I found out in her LinkedIn, that what is she? She went, she's a PhD student out of um, UC San Diego, University of California, San Diego, so it's leftist. And a doctoral student, that means PhD, of course, but she's a affordable housing advocate and cyclist several a few years ago she was affordable housing advocate which is a buzzword for commie she should have never cut her hair <laughs> i know oh is that cut <gasps> i thought it was just pulled back she bald oh no <laughs> she look how pretty she looks here. i know yeah. Like a decent, pretty yep. white girl, and then she went feminist. Dang. Not good. <laughs> Is she? Never mind. I'm not going to speculate. But, uh, and you know what else? Back in college, campus organizer, students for Donald, no, not, <laughs> I almost said students for Donald Trump. Students for Barack Obama, 2011-2012. Recruit and motivate student volunteers. Organize voter registration drives and promote political awareness on campus. So you can kind of uh, infer that she was one of those obnoxious leader-type girls who thought that she knew what she was talking about. 
and this affordable housing stuff, rather than rebuild men so that they can afford the houses and, and vote properly, right? Vote properly so we don't have subsidized housing, which raises the cost of housing, which makes housing unaffordable. Duh. She's part of the problem by pretending, to, swooping in with these false solutions. So, so-called affordable housing. Wolves in sheep's clothing. What a mess. I'm getting a lot of calls about uh, machine guns. <laughs> cool. Appreciate that, guys. I like this topic much better than this woman. <laughs> but isn't that such a shame? It's no wonder guys are so full of hate towards women. I mean, not, not to mention just the natural hatred between men and women. Then you have them being all political like they know what they're talking about. And then you have Washington compost propping up these women. I was listening to this guy, this friend of mine, who worked in, you know, the um, sport. Look, he, like he did a little stint in sports, um, you know, presentations, TV presentations, right? Sports related. Interviews, presentations, you know, the ESPN after, it wasn't necessarily ESPN, but after the after the game, post-game reviews and analysis and interviews. And then they're propping up, you know, kissing up to all these women. And he pointed out how the NFL is notorious because of, of so many players get slaps on the wrist for so-called domestic violence. You know, basically fighting with their women who have an attitude. They don't really deal with these people. Affordable housing, domestic violence awareness, feminism... And kissing up Roger Goodell, one of the worst people, cucks in the world. Meaning kissing up to women and blacks and all that mess. Roger Goodell is a commissioner for NFL. Kisses up to dumb guys like, useful idiots like, um, who's that guy with the afro? He's half white, raised by white people. And then he kneeled for the, he sat on a lump, like a lump on a log for the anthem. Pretending he cared about blacks getting so-called murdered. Which isn't even true. By, yeah, Colin Kaepernick. That's Roger Goodell kissing up to them. Um, it's disgusting. I forgot what my point was. But it's kind of an interesting article. But this woman is, this woman, um, Zoe Nemerever, useful idiot for socialism. Don't rebuild men, just give the poor people free stuff and. She cut her hair. She thinks she's G.I.G. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy because she still has makeup, so she still looks like she could be ladylike. I thought her hair was just pulled back, but when you look closely, it's, she gave herself a buzz cut. I used to have my hair like that. T-shirts are available, by the way. I think I mentioned this at the beginning of the show when I had an echo on my voice. I'm wearing my White History Month T-shirt. White History Month. And at the bottom it says, Doesn't July just feel white? Quote from Jesse Lee Peterson. Very nice. Multiple different colors and styles available. Different, different types of t-shirts, including uh, ladies' style t-shirts and sweatshirts, tank tops. There's, a, there's this push on, on D Live to go um, sleeveless. <laughs> sleeveless ache. Uh... <laughs> I was about to bring up a farmer's tan, but I don't even think I have a tan at all. Uh, so anyways, um, 
T-shirts from Bond, Jessica Lee Peterson, the Fallen State, Teespring stores. Links available on rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. All right. My stuff, and I still need to get my I Love Boomers t-shirt um, on my Teespring store. Thehakereport.com, and then you click on Teespring link in the menu. Or teespring.com slash stores slash thehakereport. It's not up yet. I just ordered it as a sample. I wanted to see what it looked like. Show it to you guys. You guys seem to like it. I'll put it up later. Hopefully this weekend. I'll be sharing it. Okay? Let me get to Matt out of Indiana. Matt, it's good to hear from you. Out of hey, Indiana. James, how you doing? Doing fine. How are you? I'm well. Right. Um, your, your question is on the machine guns. Yeah, meaning auto. fully auto. Yes, full autos. You would have to find a class three shop, gun shop that sells them, that's licensed to sell them. Yeah. And then you're going to have to go buy you a uh, federal tax stamp. I think they were last time I looked around four hundred dollars. A more extensive background check and fingerprinting, and then uh, you'll be able to purchase it. Um, the only thing is, is you can't. We civilians cannot purchase any machine gun on a from a class three shop with that stamp. That was made after 1986. Oh man! Ronald Reagan's Ronald Reagan signed a uh, a bill in '86 and uh, took the machine guns away from us. Wow! All the so all these all these new ones, um, they're just for the cops. So, uh, what's your take on on Trump and Reagan? Are they kind of similar? Or is is Trump making mistakes? Oh. I know he banned bump stocks, for example. Like um, bump, I don't need a bump stock. I can walk out back right, right now with my AR and do it from the hip with it. It's not real hard. Yeah. Um, see, everybody's got this. Reagan and Trump, um, man, I don't know. Reagan, I remember when he first got elected and beat Jimmy Carter. And yeah. The country was going through something just like this with Trump, the Democrats, the news. They weren't as nasty then as yeah. they are now. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. But uh, I know... The, when Reagan took over, jobs were hard when Carter was in office. Not like now. The government didn't send you money. You went to the National Guard Armory and waited in line for government cheese and macaroni. Um, <laughs> uh, Reagan, uh, honestly, I'm still 50-50 on Trump. I mean, he said he wasn't going to fund Planned Parenthood. He funded it in the Omnis Bill in December when yeah. we were all distracted by impeachment. Uh, bomb stocks don't care. But he's talking like vaccines going to be ready, and I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> uh, I'm not Trump, a fan of vaccines. I don't know. I'm still holding out hope to see. I think he's playing 60 chess. There's a lot of stuff that was in that first op, uh, spending bill stimulus. You know, merged the Treasury with the Federal Reserve. But then I've I've seen where Nunchin come out and or McConnell. I can't remember which one yeah. talking about the states making a path for the states. Uh, to file bankruptcy. Well, I mean, you look back to 32 and 33, FDR dealt with the coup, just like Trump did. And it was from Wall Street, just like this last one was. Um, and nobody knows about that. You know, you got to look up Smedley Butler. War is a racket. That man marched on Washington with like a million men, spoke to Congress about the coup. As you can look it up in the minutes. You can find them. Um, it's there. So, I mean, it's kind of mirroring that and how I'm taking it now. I'm looking at the Federal Reserve's making a power play for the states. It's going to end. The Tenth Amendment's done. Everybody's seen the Bill of Rights just gets 
suspended out of fear. Yeah. Someone said virus, and everybody freaked out by right. toilet paper. Um, so my suggestions, I don't know. Everything changes. Everything ends. It's never going to go back to the way it was. We'll never be the republic we were founded as. Yeah. I mean, if you look back to history, you know, everything changes. I mean, true. And here we are. That's we're a fact. At the biggest. I call it the great unraveling, because if you're paying attention to oil prices, they're going to pay you thirty-seven dollars to take a barrel of oil from them. Well, we use this currency called petrodollar. So. I mean, I'll just let you guys figure that one out. <laughs> Man. Uh, but, I don't know. Okay. I, I, I really That's don't fair. know. I mean, I'm going to vote for him. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't I don't like what he says sometimes, but then again, he's playing a game that we're not privy to really yeah. at all. So, you know, I, I back him. I'm going to go vote. Yep. I'm going to, you know, get out there. But uh, I don't know. My suggestion, when currencies change like this, this is a war. It's, it's not And we're not yet. all on the same side, unlike what uh, Bill Gates claims. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Gates is a Rockefeller. He's a bad guy. Yeah, I don't know the Rockefellers, but I know Gates. <laughs> and I've heard about the Rockefellers, but Gates is, is well, not Well, look good up the news. Council of Nine. Brentwood's okay. Woods' agreement. Um, yeah. But on the machine gun take, you can go get one. But my I've suggestion heard is you're better off with a single shot. Okay. Or not a single shot, but, you know. Appreciate it, Matt. Nice to hear from you, man. And thanks for the support, as always. Oh, all the time. Good job, guys. All right. Shout out to chat. Nice. What's up, chat? Uh, <laughs> all right. Let me get to Mark out of San Diego, California. Mark, what's up? What do you say? Hey, hey James. What's going on? Not much. Just chilling. Well, um, I think your your question was basically like, shouldn't we be able to have full autos, right? Yes. Just in general? Right. Yeah. Um, I would say no. I would say no. And I know that's not popular. I know a lot of people with guns. <laughs> and um, I've shot full auto, and it climbs really fast. It's really hard to control. Your that climbs MPs meaning and- it, it, it draws you up? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and it's, you know, the military uses burst fire. Okay. So you pull the trigger once and like two or three shots will come out. Yep. They don't sit there and just <laughs> unload magazines, you know, <laughs> like from the hip. That's, that's like out of a movie, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's just, it's really not practical, like in in the idea that like, yeah, freedom is good, but uh, I'm sure you heard of that one guy that, that died. He was shooting a full auto 9mm in Vegas, and this little girl shot him. Oh. It climbed on her, and it, it shot him in the head. Wow, yeah, I do remember hearing that. I didn't know it was a 9 Yeah, Yeah, basically, it's just like, like, I'm for freedom, I'm for defending, you know? Yeah. And like, but like, full auto... <laughs> You you can go get it like that last caller uh, said. It's it's actually legal. Hickok forty five really, has. It. Re- yeah, it's <laughs> you, it's just really restricted and really expensive. And right. that's I mean he's not the only one. All all of those gun channel guys yeah. have access to um, those licenses and stuff. But if you look at what they do, it's it's not like you need that to defend yourself. Right. You know. Okay. So I think the question is like, should we have it? And then um, I would say a better, like not a better question, but kind of like the next one 
is like, what can we do, right? Yeah. Like, what is actually helpful? Right. And I think there's actually, I'm just going to sound crazy, <laughs> there's actually some gun regulation that would help. Interesting. Yeah. But it's just common sense. If we just increase the penalty for straw purchases, just like overnight, a, a, a lot of things would ha- would stop. Say that again? And I blinked. I was reading a comment and I got distracted. Say it one more time. I'm saying if um, the government were to increase penalties for straw purchases, make it like extremely, you know, 20 years in prison or something, if you buy a gun for your boyfriend and he goes and commits a crime. Yeah. That's a high percentage of crimes. Yeah. Interesting. The black market stuff. But um, the number one thing by far that we could do to keep, like, mass shootings away and keep uh, people like, you know, that just love freedom, have, have uh, anti-gunners away from them, because the mass shootings make, make them take away our rights, right? Yeah. It's their excuse. The number one thing that, that we could do more than magazines, more than all this stuff, you know what I mean, background checks, you know, waiting periods, fees, whatever, is just somehow keep people accountable How is it? to have them do their jobs. So, like, the Parkland guy, you know, they, the, the cops are called to him several times, unstable, you know what I mean? The doc, like, all this crazy stuff. Yeah. He said on YouTube he was going to do a mass shooting. He said it online. Yeah. They knew about him, but there was this, like, Obama, like, light-on-crime thing. Right. Where you don't arrest them and you give them a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. The same thing happened in the Sutherland Springs shooting where the guy shot up the church. Uh-huh. That guy was in the Navy or Air Force or something, and he had all kinds of, he was dishonorably discharged. He had all kinds of crazy things that he did, you know? Yeah. Like, they knew about him, and he, he was still able to, to, like, buy that stuff. So I think if people could be like, all right, you guys in Florida are fired. In fact, you guys are going to do six months in jail yeah. because this guy killed 18 people, and you, you didn't care. If that happens and straw purchases happen, I bet you anything the gun homicides and the gun regulation would go way down. Interesting. Yeah, um, I think that's the number two thing to do. I mean, yes, that is one thing to do, important. But I think Jesse Lee Peterson's thing about rebuilding the men by far is the solution to all of this mess. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm not disputing that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying from, like, you know, a legislative perspective, right. yeah. or just, like, you know, talking politics, it what makes could total we sense. do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what could we do? And this would be better for people like me that want to buy guns, whatever kind of gun I want. I want to go on a California handgun roster. I don't want to pay hundreds of dollars in fees for no reason. You know what I mean? All this stuff would be stopped they didn't have shootings on the news where people would go insane and demand any gun control that they could get. Right. True. Mark, I appreciate it. Great input. Thank All right, you, man. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Take care. Apologies to Bible Goatee Guy. He's listening on audio, and he says it's experiencing audio issues. He's listening on the audio feed. You can go to jlptalk.com while I'm live and be listening. And um, he said that I'm starting to break up. But, uh, anyways, sorry, Bible Go To Guy, and whoever's listening on the audio feed. Hopefully, Talk Stream Live and all that stuff is, is working right. Maybe it's on your end. Maybe. Who knows? You are in Los Angeles, right? Um, and I saw your comment the first time. Uh, 
I don't know if I would want to respond to this person. Give him or her attention. But Jill, Jill something, Magoon, Magoon, <laughs> it says, you're going to have to work on those beta arms if you want to handle a fully automatic hake. My arms are deceivingly strong. Let me read a few super chats and then um, a little bit more from uh, the radio, sh- some of my what I wanted to get to, and then Alex and Asmador, appreciate you guys. Hang on. Asmador gave a diamond. They told police they came to film the event. They told police they came to film the event. Man, I'm blanking on what that refers to. Might, that, I don't remember. Silosopher with the diamond, thank you. Mobetta Jank, I'll find out from uh, Asmador right now when I get to him. Mobetta Jankum gave a ninja guinea. Wow, homeboy, make sure you put a sweater on if you plan to grab groceries on the way home through Inglewood after work. Inglewood always up to no good. <laughs> Never trust a thought says, fake news, not fake news. Appreciate that. Azador says, true conspiracy theory. Biden has dementia. Interesting. It may well, I mean, yeah, I can't dispute it. I can't confirm or deny, but he's a nutcase and it always has been, but I think he's worse than ever. So, oh, uh, yeah. Azador with the diamond police chiefs are tools of the city council. Yeah. Tool is a good word, right? Uh, Asmador with a ninjagini. Influenced by the desire to be reelected means answers to the people. Great point, man. A great point. Asmador with a diamond. She went to college, got fat, and shaved her head. <laughs> Referring to the dumb woman who wrote an article that was shared by the Washington Post and Greenwich Time. And Joelle noticed she had short hair. Hot computer smell with a diamond. Thank you. And Jib Jab says, wait for it. Jib Jab on set. Ghost Paradigm Hake Hair Upkeep Fund. Thank you. Lord Nikon, every conspiracy theory is fake nonsense. Interesting. Danny says Israel was involved in the USS Liberty bombing. True. Was it a case of mistaken identity? I don't know. Was it malicious? I don't know. Was the money that they paid for us restitution enough? I don't know. Messing up people's lives and injuring them? It's hard to monetize that, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Lin Yun Chin says, Hit the like. Help the light a pure delight. Hake's state is our fate. Stand up for life quality. <laughs> Marcus Jones Stinks says, Go to Knob Creek, Knob Creek Gun Range in Kentucky, October 9th and 10th, for full auto, cannons, and bombs. Where you go through bullets faster than a lie... Liberal can cry. USA. Yeah, um, Wayne Rhonda says, full automatic is a waste of ammo. Mick Smith says, Zoe looking like Gerber, baby. Yeah, true. <laughs> and lastly, Lin Yen Chin says, is she... Yeah, this is what I want. <laughs> yeah, 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 he knew what I was saying. <laughs> Lin Yen Chin with the... I have to read the super chat, right? Out of respect. Is she... Parentheses, inferred in the blank, lesbian? And then I said, never mind, I'm not going to speculate. Too late. You insinuated that speculation, hate laughing face. <laughs> Crying. Yeah. Uh, sh- pretty girl. But, um, anyways, I'm not going to get into that part. It just reminds me of, I am going to get into it. Reminds me of this street preacher whom I like. 
Brother Dean Saxton out of out of um, Arizona. He's the one that says no. It's called free speech. You communist bleep, for a homosexual. And he, <laughs> and he's right. And but he said um, he was the one who said you deserve rape. He had this sign that said you deserve rape. Because, you know, the girls on college campuses are crying about so-called rape culture, right? So he had this sign, you know what, you deserve rape by the way you dress and act and get drunk at parties and just mess. He might not have said all that, but, the way, but by the way you dress, you are asking to be raped. And it's really so-called rape because they get drunk, have the sex, and then cry rape later. Or they have one type of sex that they want, but another type of sex that the get guy goes for and she doesn't really want that type of sex. A mess. Yeah, denying that you don't want attention. Yeah, exactly. Saying, I don't want attention. Stop looking at me. And then meanwhile, you're wearing these sex shorts, as, as, uh, <laughs> as uh, the pre- street preacher said. And, he's, and he pointed out this one girl said, kind of fat, might be a lesbian. <laughs> and that's what made me wonder about this girl. But anyways... Um, so before I get back to calls, guys, hang tight. Remember what your points are about things? Asmador about the police and the telling to be taped. There's this beloved rapper who died. Let me get to these pictures, Joel. I got this from Heavy. Heavy's a leftist outlet, but they give good information sometimes. This man died. He's a rapper. 36 years old only. Let me calm down. But 36, that's two years younger than me. And so that th- I think of that as, y- as young. A lot of you guys might think of that as old, but for some of you guys, it's only 15 years older than you. It's not that much. <laughs> I'm like your peer, kind of. So this guy, and you look at him, okay, like, you're not that surprised that he got killed knowing the people that get killed from this coronavirus thing. Supposedly he did have it. He posted this on Instagram, and it says... Something like battling with Corvus 19? Is that a joke? Do you know what Corvus is? Okay, he doesn't know. Joel doesn't know either. Um, this guy, he died. And he was so-called beloved, which is weird. Beloved. I think that he's only... Well, okay, I think that he was probably a nice guy that people liked. But they probably wouldn't... <sighs> this, everybody's beloved once they die. They did this with Selena, you know, that singer. And then there, they did that with the Argentina woman, Evita. Don't cry for me, Argentina. She was like a feminist, I think. But he died out of, at 36. He was the best, according to one person. Fred, his name is Fred the Godson, or was, really. Frederick Thomas, the South Bronx New York City rapper. Died at the age of 36 following a battle with coronavirus. He was a big dude. By that, I mean pretty fat. Young, though. He had asthma. He had asthma. And I know a lot of people who have asthma who were quite actually scared of this coronavirus thing. Thomas shot to fame in 2011 after he was named XXL Magazine's freshman class alongside luminaries such as Mac Miller, who OD'd. Famously, a year or so ago, Mac Miller, Jewish white rapper. So-called white, right? But um, Kendrick Lamar, Meek Mill, 
During his career, Thomas was recorded with rappers Jada Kiss, The Game, Kevin Gates, French Montana, Diddy, whoever those are, right? <laughs> I've heard of some of them. He was one of seven siblings. Wow, was he born in the South? He began rapping at the age of eight. I wonder if they're all the same parents. Just wondering. First major release, 2010, Armageddon featured Buster Rhymes and Cameron. I've heard of Buster Rhymes. <laughs> Two weeks before his death, though. Listen to this. It's kind of, I know, it's kind of interesting, right? Don't answer that. Two weeks before his death, he posted on Instagram and jokingly called it Corvus 19. I'm here. He wrote, I'm in here with the Corvus 19. Shh, bloop. Please keep me in y'all prayers. Uh, black praying hands. Dark black praying hands. Dark black praying hands. Hashtag God is great. He had a partner. And I hope that he didn't call her a partner. That means girlfriend. It's Heavy's word for it. Makeup artist Leanne Jemot, who told XXL Magazine that the rapper was going to make it. She lied. Never listened to the woman, right? Jemot went on to say that Corvus was being... Corvus... <laughs> Thomas was being weaned off of using the ventilator, but that wasn't, that didn't end up happening. There she is, and she's, she, she and he have two children together. Unmarried, millennials, Jamat told XXL April 10th, he should have talked to Jesse Lee Peterson. He is, she told, she told XXL, he is fighting and he is winning on April 10th. He has no sign of infection. His heart is strong and working well. His kidneys have been affected. But as of today, he is starting dialysis to clean the toxins out of his blood. Fred is going to make it. God is good. Oh, gosh, right? April 21st, she reiterated her positivity on Instagram. Fred is fighting, and he is going to win. But two days prior, pray specifically for lung and kidney recovery. He is strong, y'all, and he got this. But the day before he died, Thomas's publicist... This guy, Fred Thomas, right, told the source that the rapper was completely relying on the ventilator to breathe. Thomas had been public about his battles with asthma in the past. Thomas's fever had been reduced significantly from a high of 105 degrees, pretty hot, but his kidneys had stopped functioning. Yet his vital signs, including his heart rate, had been showing signs of recovery. It's kind of reminiscent, this disease thing, coronavirus thing, supposedly is what he had, right? It's reminiscent of that 57-year-old woman whom I told you about the other day. She was a little fat, but she didn't take, take medication, healthy according to her brother, and she had been recovering, on the road to recovering, and then she died. She just up and died from it. So, guys, if you're sick and you're getting well, make sure you take care of, your, care of yourself all the way. And gals, right? <laughs> Jesse Lee Peterson tweeted, quote, tweeted Hillary Clinton and said, I'd poison myself if you were president. <laughs> Anyways, follow Jesse on Twitter, at JLP Talk. <laughs> Anyways, um, this, guy is, this guy was a big guy, though, man. Had you been familiar with him at all, Joel? Fred the God, what did he call himself? The Godson? No, I never heard Frederick of him. Thomas? He was beloved, but yeah, he didn't look healthy. He didn't look well. Yeah, it's hard to say that, that these people who they look overweight that they're they're healthy because yeah, you know it's, it seems interesting to me that if you say you're healthy, 
but you still look overweight. There's something something missing here. Yeah, it's so, true. <laughs> it seems like they were missing a, a puzzle piece. Right. But stay ready. So they didn't say that he was healthy. Right. But they said that the other the woman, lady, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. When and I'm per- looking at her, and I'm like, she doesn't look that healthy. <laughs> Unless she had just started eating healthy, and then they just want to use that. But and the average American, she doesn't look different from like, the, let's say, the average American, 57 years old. They might look like that. Right. And you like, yeah, it's kind On of average. a yeah. You would say, oh, she's she's healthy for an American, right? But that's not right. healthy. It's so. not healthy to avoid from getting sick and right and possibly dying. Yeah. yeah. It's wild, man. So crazy. Yeah. Um, let me get to Alex. Been on hold a while out of Miami. Alex, what's up? First time caller. Hey, what's going on, buddy? N- not much. How about you? All is well. So I want to answer your question about uh, whether or not machine guns should be legal. Yes. Uh, the answer is yes. Every weapon, including military grade like tanks and apcs and all that should be legal i kind of agree with you i mean just in in principle right you like you have to well, show me like real back, life right in practice if you go back to the foundation of the country we weren't supposed to have a, an army at all we were there were supposed to be the militia so if your community was under attack the community would protect itself we right. wouldn't need you know the military or the National Guard to even do anything. It would just be the individuals. Yeah. Not only that, if you can afford to actually maintain a tank, who's to say you, you shouldn't be able to own one? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, as for, like, uh, the, the previous caller, like, when he said, oh, you know, machine guns shouldn't be legal because of the the rate. Well, it's not as if people who don't, aren't going to be um, operating weaponry are going to buy those weapons. Like, if a... Um, like upgraded up to like Alex I don't know what I don't know if it's your end or our end it sounds kind of like our end you you got broken up there is it do you think it's fixed it's fixed repeat the last few seconds of what you were just saying yeah I was saying about how um if like on that if they say on like weapons should be banned because people can't handle the re- well people that would buy those weapons would be experienced with weapons like, I've shot um, a handgun before, but I haven't moved up to a weapon where I need to use both my hands. So if machine guns were legal, I'm not going to run to the store and buy one immediately. I would want to make sure I'm ready and then test for it. And then if I had the money, buy for it. But make sure that I'm able to operate it. Because what people who are anti-gun don't know is that gun owners are some of the most responsible people in the world. You know, man? Yeah. For the most part, they are. I'll tell like you, man. Was- and that guy who called in, he he's a one of the most responsible gun owners I know, but, um, Mark, but I got to tell you, we have to push, yes, push for freedom, but push for morality because a return to morality means a, a return to freedom because well, the problem is that you know what I mean? Because pushing, yeah, I understand that, but people keep pushing for it at the federal level and the federal government doesn't want this to happen. So you're essentially, yeah going to force medicine down the throat of someone who doesn't want to do it. If you want to do it, you have to do it at the state level. True. Mostly because you can actually talk to your state representative. Like, whenever I've tried to talk to my federal representative, all they've given me was an email telling me how excited they are to hear about me. I know. But then something that's clear from the staffer. Meanwhile, I live like a few blocks away from my state representative, so I'm pretty sure... He's not doing anything for the whole week. So if you want to, you can actually talk to those people yep. and explain it. 
and depending on where you live, like I live in a district that's still blue. The Republicans don't even bother to run red on a federal level. It's a shame. But the way that it's run on the state level, it's completely red. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Miami, so Florida, wanna, guys. Yeah, it's, well, North Miami, Florida. Uh, okay. We ha- the representative on the federal level is uh, Frederica Wilson. I call her stupid <laughs> hat lady because she always wears these stupid hats. Right. And she's like black. Cowboy hats. And yeah. That. Yeah. She, I, every time I see on the federal ballot, it's just her. She's not on the ballot because there's no Republican running after her. Yeah. Weak. Very yeah. weak. Man, I but appreciate she, that. Yeah, so just make it just make it all just take all the laws away and then just let the people deal with it. Yeah. That's what would, this country's I about. I would love that. I would love that, but you know, like you see the blacks getting so out of control and you see different, you know, like riots, riots happening in the black community and then they have have to do these curfews and you know, like so-called militarized police to deal with the out of control black rioting and not to mention Antifa and uh, Occupy Wall Street, just the scum of the earth, anti-American people. And then they're, yeah, pre- just, you know, you the idiot Democrats the, are pretending they're pro, want to well, promote the values. I was going to say, just let the forest uh, burn itself out. Like, if they want to burn down their neighborhood, just let them burn down the neighborhood. Yeah. It's like, a shame, it's, though, like, because what, there's what a lot of have... people, there's a lot of people stuck, kind of stuck in those neighborhoods, and you have to protect the good from the bad. A little bit. A little. Well, I mean, hey, you never know what's going to happen. You know, the neighborhood gets burned down, and then opportunity. there's always an opportunity. Like right now with the coronavirus thing, there's lots of business opportunities there. uh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like they say, the tide rises all ships. Yeah. Thank you, Alex. Take care, man. You're welcome. All right. Let me get to Asmador out of Texas, and I am going to open the treasure chest in about a minute on DLive. Asmador, what's up? Hey, Hey. Hey. How's it going? How's it going? Going fine. Uh, I, I, well, I, I responded. You said you wanted me to call in, so I'm calling in. Yes. Um, I, I got about three things uh, that uh, I'd like to address that have come up on your show. Okay. The, the first one is the uh, the liberal female reporter there, the communist female reporter, what she really is. Yeah. This This is a thing that these colleges do and just from the surface looks of it her case is even mild um yeah you know i i, I posted the comment that she went to college got fat and shaved her head of course they that turned communist right but they they really really do a number uh on our kids it's amazing that such a large percentage of them uh and when i say large percentage i mean you know who knows what 40 percent half yeah. come out not completely twisted but um, one story that we covered a while back was this article about, like, it's this new phenomenon that, you know, parents spend all this money and, you know, they send daddy's little princess off to college and she goes away and she comes back after one semester with her uh, breasts removed and yeah. already on some kind of hormone replacement therapy. Uh, identifying as a male or whatever because the colleges have all these counselors to convince them of that and then uh, have financial aid to help them get the surgeries and the treatments and everything without it, without one word ever to the parents or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, 
but the, the head shaving thing, that's a real tell. That That is always <laughs> the sign of some some kind of trauma that happened. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you know, I, I would consider the brainwashing that they do to these uh, kids a, a, a form of trauma. It's a, it's a purposely inflicted trauma that they put on them. Uh, I, I actually uh, ran across that a couple of times. One time this guy... Uh, I wasn't going to college. I was working, but all my friends were going to college. And he came over to my apartment and brought this girl from college over with him. Pretty girl, but she had, she had the shortest burr haircut. And I and you know this was like the early nineties. It was so weird. I was I, I asked her. I said, "What'd you do that for?" She says, "Well, I, you know, I I got a, I got a divorce. So I freaked out and shaved my head, and it oh, didn't make man. any sense to me." You know, some kind of a trauma thing is what it is. Yeah. But anyway, onto the gun thing. Um, the the question about the gun thing. Uh, it's basically it's a point that I've heard Jesse making a lot lately about the coronavirus lockdown stuff. Uh, is are you going to follow the Constitution or not? And when it yep. comes to the gun thing, it has been a long time since we followed the Constitution. Um, yeah. Almost every uh, constitutional scholar who specializes in Bill of Rights and Second Amendment stuff will tell you that uh, the Second Amendment, uh, as it was written, if you apply it with the founder's intent and all that stuff, means that you basically, as a private citizen, are not are, are not only a, uh, have the right, but uh, it can be interpreted as the responsibility to equip yourself in the same way that a member of a light infantry unit would, yeah. because you are a member of the militia. That's why, that's why the phrase that uh, well-regulated militia is in the uh, second amendment. Yeah. And, uh, and the thing is, you know, like the one guy was talking about the straw purchases, this and that, that's really, I mean, that's a big political talking point and everything, but to me it's a big non-sequitur because the Constitution doesn't allow for saying, okay, we're going to set this arbitrary thing called felony, and we'll, we're going to throw whatever crime that we decide is a felony, we're going to brand it with that. Anybody who uh, crosses that line, no matter how young they are, no matter how old they get, they're never going to be allowed to own or possess a firearm again. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not in the Second Amendment, and it's not in our traditions either. In Texas, uh, and this law was on the books until late in the 20th century, they just casually quit doing it because, and you'll see why when I tell you, but um, when you got released from the Texas penitentiary, well into the 20th century, in the early 20th century, the law said, and they did do it, that upon release you'd receive uh, $20 in gold, a rifle, nice. 100 rounds of ammunition for that rifle, and a horse. Wow. And, yeah, and uh, interestingly enough, uh, sometime in the 70s or 80s, one of these jailhouse lawyers ran across that, and before he was released, he sued to get to force them to do it because they just had never taken the law off the books, <laughs> and they said, okay, and they then they gave it to him wow. right as he left, and, and the cops arrested him for being a felon in possession of a firearm. Oh, jeez. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but the, the thing about the firearms laws, and I agree with you about rebuilding the man, that's a really important thing. Yeah. But uh, the, the one thing that would really, as far as a legislative change, 
that would really uh, solve all our problems with these firearms laws. Uh, and it's the thing that would solve all our problems with so many things is we've got to repeal that 19th Amendment. Yeah. Uh, if, if, if women weren't voting, it, things would not be this way. So, yeah. you know, it's true. Um, but, uh, um, but now they have the men uh, thinking like women. It's so ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's a result of giving them so much control over society and yeah. setting up this whole thing where, uh, women, I mean, excuse me, uh, men are raised exclusively by women in so many cases, yep. you know, but, um, you know, if you look at maps, I'm sure you've seen them, uh, cause so many of them were coming out during the 2016, uh, election cycle, uh, shortly after the election. Yeah. Uh, if you look at these maps where they say, okay, you know, they, they broke them down. They said, it's only this demographic voted. They say, if <laughs> only women voted. And the whole country was just painted blue. Yeah. And then it said, if, and then it said, if only men voted, and that's including all races. Yeah. Only men voted. Then you had the whole country painted red, except for like California and a couple of areas in the Northeast. <laughs> right. And then it said, if only white men voted, and the country was just one hundred percent red, except for like right around San Francisco. Jeez. And and that's the twenty sixteen election. Wow. So it, you know, um, but. It, I appreciate uh, it, Asmodora. I got to cut you off, but I have very good points. Take care, man. Oh, yeah. All right. Have a good one. You too. I got to get finish up the last bit of the diamonds. Uh, Mo Betta Jankum says, They chunky Biggie McDonald's. Silosopher with a diamond. Thank you, Silosopher. And thank you to Mo Betta Jankum, who says, S cargo, my cargo, 360 <laughs> swiftly for Big Mac with cheese. LOL, rest in peace, Biggie Smalls. That guy did look a little bit like that. And never trust a thought with a diamond. Hot computer smell. Thank you, guys. And make sure you catch my show on Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. And Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. And, of course, get into YouTube and get into the live chat. Stefan Molyneux on the the Fallen State uh, TV YouTube channel. All right, guys. Take care.